Hello, and welcome to another episode of Upfront and Undivided with Luke and Dina. Hello. Hi, babe. How's it going? <laughs> I'm good. Good. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am good. I'm good. nervous. Yes. I'm nervous about this one. It's good nervous. But this is one that we talk about all the time, but I think because of the gravity and the weightiness of it, I, I don't know. There's gravity and weighty in all of them. Right. You told me that you get nervous with all of these, but I yes. think, I think this, I don't know. This one feels different today. Yeah. But it's a good different. It is. It's good. We've had a lot of uh, requests on this subject. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We've had people in our living room. <laughs> yes. With the subject, uh, we've talked about this at marriage seminars. We've touched on it a little bit in some of the episodes, yeah. but this one we're we're just going to bring it right to people. Yeah. And we actually have notes on this one. We do like legit notes. I think that that's why I'm like this feels like. <laughs> <laughs> this feels formal and yeah. just, you know, these are conversations we have all the time and it's easy for us just to talk things through. But yeah. I think having notes in front of me makes it feel a little more, uh, step up, not even so much a step up. I think it's more of, it just, it feels, I can feel the gravity mm. yeah. of this. And so I, I think we've talked around it long enough to now we can tell our viewers and our listeners yes what we're talking about today yes and i know originally this was called do-overs done right yeah uh, with the subtitle of a renewed approach to a second marriage yeah um i was actually batting back and forth recently to call this don't court disaster you come up with the greatest <laughs> titles <laughs> yes <laughs> You know, it hit me. Let me tell you why this feels heavy. Yeah. Because our daughter is now officially in dating age. Yeah. And it's that I'm holding my breath slowly, but interceding (laughs) on her behalf and looking at her lovingly and reminding her that God is so very much in control. And if he, if she gives all of this to him and she waits on him in his timing then she won't have to do a do-over right she gets to do i'm getting emotional yeah she'll get to do she'll get to do it right yeah she will at the beginning yes and then sebastian bless him he's six almost seven we're not worried about that today no but the fact is that it's like setting these standards setting this groundwork yeah. And saying, okay, listen, this is these are some really good, solid, biblical, practical yes. things that you can bring into, even if you are married now, that you can bring into your marriage. Because when we did our marriage seminar, yeah. I had people, I had one woman in particular, she'd been married over 40 years, looks me in the eye and says, Dina, I honestly didn't think I was going to get anything out of y'all's section because, yeah. Oh yeah, you know. I've been married to the same guy forever, blah, 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 blah. What do you have to bring to me? And she said, I I got caught off guard. You guys actually taught me some things that I needed to be reminded of. Yeah. So for without further ado, let's bring some of this stuff to yeah. our sweet listeners. Us talking about courting. Courting. We're going to talk about courtship. Yeah. 
so I know the kind of the, the quick story. Yeah. Um, I know we've talked about it a little, but we've both been married. We were married for approximately the same time frame. It's crazy. Around the same. We got married around the same time, divorced around the same time. Yep. Our exes were very similar people. Very much. But I know that we, we had also had very different outlooks on life. Yeah. Um, and on marriage um, back then, you know, before we met each other, me especially before I, I became a Christian. Yeah. Because I, I and I know we've talked about the the no kissing before marriage for us, right? Whereas for me that was that was a foreign concept, you right. know, because I I had done all sorts of things with all sorts of people, right? Because in my mind, with with how I thought and saw the world, that was how you did things, right? You know, before you got married, you had to live with somebody. Before you lived with somebody, you had to have sex. Before sex, you had to kiss. Before kissing. You know, so there was right. all of this right. before you even thought about marriage. Yeah. You know, and so I know for me that was, it was a lot of conversations between the two of us, a lot of conversations, me and God, a lot of work that God did in me yeah. and that I let him do in me to, to break off all of those preconceived ideas, all yeah. of those thought patterns to get me ready for for basically for you and for our kids um so i know that's kind of my background and i know we weren't going to go into it too deep but yeah no that's good and then um like you said we were married it's crazy if anybody sits down with us and hears our story as far as where we even lived yeah um and the places that you and i both uh grew up around and to see our paths sort of yeah um, almost hit in in certain places, and yeah. um, I always laugh and say I think God was just waiting for you and I to get our stuff together. Yes. So that way, you yes. can finally go. All right, really <laughs> seriously, if you guys just would stop, yeah, um, and let me be God, I would yeah. eventually get your happy selves together. Yeah. Because we, it, it was. It's anyway. We won't go into that today, but. Yeah. Me um, being raised in church, I said that last week, I was raised in church, I've known God all my life, Um, I haven't always completely served Him with everything inside of me, Um, I have chosen time and time and time again, as all of us have, to take things into my own hands because I didn't trust God's timing in my life, I didn't trust the process of what it was that He was wanting to do in me first before he even thought of bringing somebody to me. But, uh, and then I was a single mom for seven years before you showed up. And in that seven years, I did a lot of really dumb things with a lot of dumb people. And God came in and completely restored my life when I finally pulled up all of the stop signs and decided to give him full control. And then literally, like, you showed up. And in that process of that thinking, it's like, okay, God, you and I, you and me, Luke, Dina, yeah. us, our thing is, we always say, between the two of us, we've done everything under the sun with everybody under the sun. Yep. So we know how to do things very, very badly. We know how to do things in our own flesh. So we wanted to do this differently. And our first date, when I'm telling you how this is going to go down, 
Um, and you called me out on it and actually said, yeah, I want to do this. Yeah. I, I, I want to try this courtship thing because I think in that moment of time, you and I decided that if we weren't going to do something different, this was not going to be yeah. different. And God has met us time and time and time again through our courtship, into our marriage, the pregnancy of our son, mm. the walking things through with our teenage daughter, yeah. standing back and watching God be God because we back then learned this foundation of learning how to wait patiently on how he wanted to do this and trust the process. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so kind of with the process, um, to, to delve deep into it, I'm, I'm a research kind of person. Yep. You know this. Yep. I've, I've said this many times. So I, years ago, I, I looked at what is the difference between courting and dating. Okay. You know, because a lot of people are like, oh, we're dating. Oh, we're seeing each other. Yeah. You know, and, they, and, and some people in so many situations, they bat around so many different words and mm -hmm. phrases of it looking from the outside it's like well where are you yeah. what, what are you doing with each yeah. other you know type thing you know it's like oh we're seeing each other we're chatting you know it's like is there a level of commitment in there right and so the two basics are you dating that, exclusively right do you have lots of people around <clears throat> you right i don't share you don't share exactly <laughs> so i i looked up and as far as dating um, dating is defined as an appointment to meet at a specified time set up, um, like set up a date with a lawyer. Um, it's a social engagement between two persons that often has a romantic character. Um, another definition is a person with whom has, with whom one has a usually romantic date. Usually. Usually. Often. Maybe. Not always. Possibly. But, you know, you could, I mean, you could delve deeper and say, well, what is romance? Is that just the hearts and flowers? And it makes me feel good. Right. You know. Right. But, yeah, so it's like, so on the surface and, and from that definition, it, it's, to date is is casual. Yeah. It's, you know, it's it's just we're hanging out. It's. We don't have a destination. Right. We don't have a destination. Yeah. Whereas with courting, it's to seek the affections of. Especially um, to seek to win a pledge of marriage from. Hmm. Uh, to engage in social activities leading to engagement and marriage. Yeah. And then my the third one that I really liked, to seek an alliance with. I love that one. That's, that's my favorite. I love that one. You know, so, so right there, courting, it's, it's, it's a purpose. Yeah. You know, if you're courting... Your goal is marriage. Your right. goal is engaging. You yeah. know, it is is to get engaged. Yeah. You know, oftentimes, especially in the realm of of spiritual warfare, Christianity. You know, we, yeah. we have that soldier's mentality. We right. we, you know, we fight. We war. The enemy is constantly warring against us. Right. You know, no weapon formed us against us shall prosper. That's right. Because we're believers. Because we have. You know, we have that we have that infilling of the spirit and all. So, when you think of to seek an alliance with, yeah, you know, right there, we're already in war. I love that. Why not join up to fight 
alongside somebody that's in that same fight. I love that. You know, not saying, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, but right. if if I'm strong and you're strong and we're fighting this enemy together, why shouldn't we join forces and fight so we can be even stronger together? Right. To make this to 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 win this battle. Right. You know. And in that moment um, of courtship, when you're, when you have certain standards, you have certain boundaries, parameters that you put around you. Uh, when you have an alliance with somebody, there's an agreement. Yeah. There's an agreement there. This is this is how this is going to go. This is as far as this is going to go. And when we come alongside of each other, and we learn to trust each other, when we learn to um, have this engagement of communication, this engagement of hearts, of minds, of our lives, then what it does is it strengthens that foundation. It, it What was it that we used to say all the time? Because we'd have people come up to us and say, I can't do that. I can't yeah. not kiss him. I can't <laughs> not make out with her. And it's like, but have you tried? Right. You know, have you have you set a boundary? Have you have you even had that conversation? Well, I like doing that too much. Okay, well, in that moment, our flesh was what it was that we were saying no to. Right. You know, we were tapping into the Holy Spirit. You know, your favorite thing is, you know, self-control is one of the the fruits and the yes. gifts of the spirit. Yes, it is. And along with patience. Along with patience. And that's not something that people seem to want to talk about. It's like, you know, yeah. love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. Yep. That's one of those things back there. And it's like, if you tell your flesh no, well, but how else is he going to know that I love him? Or how else is she going to know that I love her? Time and time again, if... If I can't trust you with my heart, yeah. if I can't trust you with my mind, my emotions, you're definitely not going to be touching my body. Right. But if I can't trust you with my body, if I can't trust you with the boundaries that are set today, yeah. how can I trust you with those tomorrow? We talk about going to the gym all the time, bouncing your eyes, not engaging in certain conversations not watching certain shows mm. not looking at certain people you know keeping your heart safe keeping your mind safe and that's part of that i'm going to form an alliance with you i'm keeping myself safe so i keep you safe in the process yeah exactly part and and part of that alliance is you know we're we're there for each other not just to fight alongside each other but also in church, in prayer, at yeah. the gym, in our families, yeah. we're also there to keep each other accountable. Absolutely. You know, on those mornings where one of us doesn't want to get out of bed, you right. know, the other is there to, to basically grab by the ankles and say, nope, we're, we're going to the gym. Yeah. You know, we made this commitment. We're going to yeah. do this. This is for our health. Yeah. You know, be, because I've learned, I had this revelation years ago before we were even, even married that our, our, spiritual battles and our, and our physical battles, our spiritual strength and our physical strength are, are so tied and interconnected Yeah. that, that if we, if we don't, if we don't work on them both, yep. one will fall to the wayside. Agreed. You know, and, 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 and I know that's one thing that, that especially with the accountability, that's, that's key, you know, cause, cause 
you want this to be the strongest thing in your life. Yeah. You know, yes, you want God to be priority number one, um, but it's it's not an exact hierarchy, you know, where it's like, yes, here at the top of the pyramid is God, and then it, everything falls in underneath. You know, because, again, your family, your marriage, that's your first ministry. Yeah. You know, so if... If you if you aren't partners in this, if you don't hold each other accountable in this, if yeah. if you're not living up to these exam, you know the the examples of of what you one day hope to teach your kids or yeah. to your friends to, through encouragement, yeah, you know if, if you can't be that for each other now, right, or to you know tomorrow if if you are single and looking, it's it's really hard to be that down the road. That's right, you know. Because part of that accountability is is also forgiveness. Yeah. You know, because Ooh. we because Ooh. we need to yes, we need to hold each other to our commitments and, yeah. and say, No, you you said yeah. you said this was gonna happen. You right. know, this is this was your word, this was your commitment. Right. I need you to follow through. Right. You know, and, and it's it is because you want you want them to be you want your partner to be that stand-up person, that 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 person of their word, not only to you but also for for you to others. Right. Um, you know, because we are we are representatives of of our families. That's right. You know, because whenever I go somewhere, they see the family. Right. You know, whether we're all together or not, they see the family. Right. You know, and, and so it's like, what what am I representing when I go out in public? What am yeah. I representing when I when I talk to others? That's good. You know, That's and good. and I know I was going to bring it up later, but kind of along with this, with the forgiveness, with the accountability, a lot of people talk about King David. Yeah, how he he always had that heart of God. How he was, you know. The, the man after God's own heart. Yeah. And, and it's like, why why is that? And, you know, because a lot of people are like, but he messed up so often. You yeah. know, he was always messing up. He was all, you know, half of his stories in the Bible are, this is what I did. Right. You know, I mean, he was, loved, <laughs> he was lusting after his a general's wife. wife yep. And so he sent the general <laughs> off to war to get killed so that he could get married. Jesus, right? You know, but... <laughs> But, but what was it about him? And yeah. he always, no matter how bad he messed up, no matter how often he messed up, he always went to God and said, I messed up. Yeah. You know, I haven't learned my lesson. I messed up. And God I, met I him. need you to forget. He did. Yeah. Every time. Because yeah. he, just, he had that heart of genuine, sorrowful, I'm sorry. Yeah. And we need to be that for each other. I mean, that that was one of the number one things with you and I at the very beginning of our relationship when I had genuinely a David kind of sin to come at you with yeah. and said, hey, this is what happened. Yeah. This is how this went down. What do you think? Yeah. And you literally, I'm coming with a heart that is broken. The scripture that says... What is it? A, a broken spirit and a contrite heart God will not deny. Yeah. And that's what I saw with David all the time. 
And even in the midst of the stuff that God had delivered me from, and I'm looking at you and going, I'm, I'm broken before God. My spirit is needing to be restored and repaired. And I know, God, what you've done, but that's, God, you're God. Yeah. You're God. Yeah. You can forgive anything and everybody, and you're amazing at this. You're, you've got this forgiveness 101 down. Yeah. People, people aren't always that quick to forgive. True. And you looked at me straight in the eye and you said, if God can forgive you, I forgive you too. Yeah. And it like took that off of me, that just that that heaviness mm. that shame that guilt and us as the people of god that are carrying the presence and the spirit of god should be doing that for one another we should and when you walk into that relationship and you say well this person used to be married before or this person has this before or this person did this before and yeah. it's like you cannot you know, when God has forgiven that person, when you say, I forgive this person, and you speak the kindness over that person, that is no fishing zone, no man's land. You are not allowed to use that in any kind of no. ammunition, in any fights, any kind of stuff. You can't bring that back up to somebody. Yeah. You know, do we do we stumble and deal with stuff sometimes oh, yeah. from our past? Absolutely. But... We need to be people, and that's one thing that you and I have learned over the years. When you come to me and you say, this is what I was. Mm -hmm. This is what I used to do, babe. Yeah. Or we can't go there because that creates something inside of me, and I don't want to be that person anymore. Yeah. When you when you start loving that person and, and covering that person in that place, just like Christ covers himself, he, he laid his life down and said, I'm gonna cover you. Yeah. Then what you start seeing is you start seeing healing and wholeness in that person's life like you have never like they never even dreamed. Yeah. You start seeing them rising into the potential of heaven as opposed to falling down into the pits of hell. Yes. Yeah. And then what that ultimately does is that makes your relationship stronger because now you have become somebody that they can trust. Yeah. They can trust for better or for worse. For sickness or for poor, you know, yeah. richer for poor, sickness and in health, right? Death do us part. Yeah. These are not willy-nilly vows. These no. aren't things. And when you walk into a relationship, you have to be somebody that says, even hell or high water, yeah. I'm walking with you. I'm, I'm, I, I am in covenant with you, and I will not change my mind. Yeah. I mean, I, I heard once... I forget which patriarch it was, but it was early in the Bible and and God split animals and spiritually walked with I, I it was Abraham. Okay, I, yeah. I thought it was Abraham, but yeah. I was afraid to misspeak. Yeah. Um but walked with Abraham to to seal their covenant. Man. And I heard the story once that the reason they did that, not not just God and Abraham, but there were others that yeah. did that, that that's what they would do. They would split animals in half and line them. And then as a, as, as a pair of people that were making covenant with each other, they would walk between these animals. And the reason was, was 
if I break this covenant, this is what you can do to me. Yeah. Whew. If I break this covenant, you can cut me in half. Wow. Wow. I mean, we probably wouldn't have gotten away with <laughs> walking between split carcasses when we got married, but it's I, I like the like I like the imagery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but but it I love it, that. But it does. It's and and all of that it, it helps create that safe space. Right. You know, that trust, that forgiveness, it yeah. creates that safe space where we can go to each other. Yeah. With I messed up yeah. or I'm feeling weak. Yeah. Um, I know especially guys really hate saying that. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the I'm feeling weak. I, I, I'm choosing to be vulnerable. Right. You know, that's, that's really hard for a lot of men. Yeah. You know, but, but we can, we can be that safe, that safe place for each other. Right. Where if I am, having a bad day i can come to you and i can i can crumble yeah if needed yeah and you will help build me up absolutely you know you're not going to expose me you're not going to go run to your friends and say oh my gosh luke broke down yeah i need yeah. a new one take him yeah. to the mechanic oh god no. <laughs> yeah you know but it but it is it's we're, we're that safe place because we have that foundation of of trust and forgiveness right you know where we can look each at each other like that because what started off with the foundation with us is we actually wrote a contract yeah i mean like we wrote out exactly what we were going to do how we were going to about go about it we're in our mid-30s we're giving ourselves curfews we're you know what i mean we're 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 saying we will not lit or lay down next to each yeah, other. We will not. We will not allow ourselves to be in compromising positions. We won't. You know, it, it, it's like so on and so forth. Writing all of these things down, going to one of our pastors, having him read it, sign it, making him accountable yeah. to us and us to him, and saying this is what we what we have chosen. And then walking that covenant out as hard as that can be. Yeah. You know, it, it, sincerely, just that whole, you know, what do you, th- who do you think you are? I'm a grown person, blah, blah, blah. I can do whatever I want to. And God is so gracious. He says, yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you yeah, can. Go for it. You absolutely can. Yeah. Let me know how that works out for you. Yeah. You know, but it's like, God, we want to do this. We want to do this your way. Yeah. We're looking up scriptures. We're trying to figure out how to. What is the game plan, God? What does yeah. your word say? You know, to keep ourselves above reproach. What does that even look like? What does that mean? And then, because we we kept each other accountable, because we stood fast to it as best as we could. Yes, we almost messed up once. Yep. But even in that messing up the one, the almost messing up the one time, us coming back together the next day and saying. I'm sorry. Yeah. This will not happen again. And in loving each other enough to say, I'm letting that go, and we're walking this day forward with new. Yeah. And that's how our marriage has been mm-hmm. from from that time forward. Just, I'm coming to you humbly. You know, even the first time we even said, I love you, you know, 
you're like looking at me with the sweetest puppy dog eyes <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> Mushy. Like, you know what I'm talking about, mm. girls? Those those eyes of, ah, yeah. you know? Yeah. Babe, I want to tell you. I want to tell it to you. And I jumped up and I said, until you can tell me like this. And it was the first Corinthians 13, you know, and I'll, I'll read it just real quick. Love never gives up. Love cares more for others than for self. It doesn't want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't strut, doesn't have a swelled head, doesn't force itself on others, isn't always uh, me first, doesn't fly off the handle, doesn't keep score of the sins of others. Listen, careful guys. Doesn't revel when others grovel takes pleasure in the flowering of truth, puts up with anything, trusts God always, always looks for the best, never looks back, but keeps going to the end. Love never fails. And I said, until you and I can say, I love you like that. Because ultimately the biggest one that always comes to me was, um, it doesn't force itself on others. Yeah. And that's not just in a marriage. That's not just in, you know, you're you're in this romantic relationship. Love doesn't force itself on, we don't force ourselves on our children. We don't force ourselves on, you know, people around us. We're not trying to push our opinion, push our agenda, push yeah. our thoughts. We're just yeah. lovingly saying, hey, this is what I got. Yeah. You, you either want it or you don't. Yeah. And that's okay. And that is something that, you know, just the love chapter period, until we can start walking into those kind of attributes in every area of our lives, yeah. none of these relationships will ever work. No. Communication won't. at that point becomes futile. Yeah, it does. Because we, we have to choose to do this on purpose. On you know, purpose. We, we have to... You know, it, it's not the, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of dating somebody. Yeah. You know, it, that, I always laugh about that because it's like, yeah, I'm kind of pregnant. It's like, how are you, how are you You're either of, pregnant or you're not. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, but it's, but we, but we choose, we, we intentionally years ago chose yeah. to court on purpose. On purpose. Yeah. And then, and, and ever since the day we got married, we chose and we continue to choose to be married on purpose. Yes. To be parents on purpose. Yeah. You know, to, to take those steps, to to know what we're doing. Yeah. You know, when when we when we get out of bed in the morning to when we lay our heads at, down at night, you know, this this is what we've chosen. This this is the, the path that we want to walk. I love that. You know, that this is what we do. Yeah. You know, we, we look out for each other. Yeah. We're joined beyond anything that the world can do to us. Yeah. You know, I, I know they say that in, in some of the marriage vows, you know, what, what God has put together, what ha, what God has joined together, let no man tear us under. That's right. You know, and, and we strengthen that every day by choosing to be married. Yeah. You know, it's like, yes, God joined us. But we continue to hold hands and hold on to each other, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, you're my favorite place to be. Thanks, babe. I love you. <laughs> I love you. <clears throat> so I love that. Yeah. I love, I love that. 
I love that you said on purpose. Yeah. So today our challenge to everybody is to be people on purpose. Yes. To live life on purpose. If you're in a relationship, have a purpose. Have a destination. Have a, you know, we're, our family slogan is enjoy the journey. You want to enjoy the journey, but if you don't know where you're going, it, yeah. it you then the enemy, this world, things of life can push you around. Yeah. Until you are anchored to the one that is absolutely immovable, then you're you're gonna be you're gonna be toast. Yeah, you're gonna be tossed around. You're gonna be tossed around. Yeah. So we pray that you guys get to see the potential of heaven in your lives yeah. to where you, whatever it is, if whatever relationships, let there be something there in front of you. I am going to walk into this choosing something greater. Yes. I like it, babe. I like it too. I like you. Thanks for listening, all. We appreciate you. We'll see you next week. Yes. Have fun. Bye.